Okay, I just hit record. Joe, you want to give me a sound test? Don't support Nambla. Porcupine's got a big pretzel in his pocket. We both sound pretty good. Should I do the intro or do you want to do it? Yep, it's your turn. Joe, I want to welcome you to yet another episode of Just Because It's My Name is Jason and you already know your name and together we are about to launch into probably what is the greatest podcast experience of our lives. Yes, I'm talking about something that's so spectacular that I just mispronounced the word so. And a lot of you out there are thinking, how spectacular is something going to be that Jason's going to mispronounce the word so? Well, feast your ears or whatever part of your body the microphone's laying on, not the microphone, the speaker, because this is Just Be My Fucking Cousins. Oh. We do. We should do this more often, where I do the intro at the end of the show, not at the beginning. This sounds great. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is the beginning of the show, man. Beginning in times a flat circle. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, I got to tell you. I got to tell you something, man. Real quick, you got three that seconds. Intro. That intro was small, fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you asshole. Previously on, next on, and fucking right now. Just because it turns out that I'm going to be a dad. I know nothing except that I have a kid and he's him. And I know that your kid is going to be 100% different. So any advice that you would think that I could give you is going to be wrong because your kid's going to be a completely different work of art. People are going to give you advice and fuck those people. You start off. In fact, I think you were the first person to give us advice. I was. And your I advice hopefully. was don't fucking take people's advice or like right. bolster your – I think your advice really was bolster yourself for a barrage of yeah. unwelcome advice. Yeah. And honestly, I think it was good advice. Good. Well, thank you. I mean, yes, I, I know it's meta advice, but the deal is, is that, 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 that people give you advice because what they want you to do is have the terrible experiences they're having, but, um, they want to think that because of what they said, you had success that they didn't have. And therefore they're the good parents that they never were. Does that make sense? I think that's generous. I yeah. think people – oftentimes when people have just a tendency toward advice, a lot of those people are just – they're taking a stance of a little bit of like superiority. It yes. makes them feel – Oh, that's definitely why I do above. it. Yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. I th- you know what? Oh, but when you gave us that advice, I think it was genuine. You're trying to just kind of help us prepare. I don't think you took that stance. And I don't think – No, of, I do. I don't think your dad, my dad, my mom, uh, Laura's mom, I think they would give us advice because they want to help. Yeah, Though, yeah. I think we've already gotten a lot of advice from people where they they just liked – they're like, oh, this is my chance to just kind yeah. of step up on a pedestal yes. and tell Joe and Laura – how things are yeah not because i want to help them but because i like i like the view from up here yeah absolutely and no and that is why i i I give advice on this subject or any other in fact it's why a podcast because i do think that i am smarter and better than everyone else and i want everyone else to know i don't want everyone else to know i don't want else to think that i'm better i want them to know that i think i'm better because then i can get away with way more bullshit my point isn't anything else other than I have a friend I'm not going to say her name just in case okay. but she's she's one of the most amazing people in the world and I remember 
she had her kid before I had mine, and she was telling me kind of what I told you was like, people are going to give you advice, and fuck those people. Because she was getting a lot of negative advice, like, oh, you're doing that wrong, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. And she's like, you know, I would like you to get a tattoo on your eyeballs with my middle finger, because that's what you should be paying attention to every time you open your fucking trap. She's very eloquent. <laughs> and... um I really liked it when she said that, which it really helped me. It, it really, cause you said about like, you don't know, it, it's kind of like you went from being who you are to uh, being who you are and you're going to have a kid and that sort of twist your head around. And for me, what really yeah. helped me survive that gigantic sw- switch was the idea that it's still mine. Right. And I don't mean the baby. I mean the experience. It's mine. No one, yeah. no one can tell you what, it, you're not going to make wrong choices, I guess, is what I'm getting at. You're going to, every choice you make is going to be a choice. It's not going to be a test, I guess, is, is what I'm saying. If you decide to right. beat the kid or, you know, put put them in, in, in like, duct tape them to things, you know, it, that's a decision you get to make. It's not right or wrong. It's right once you do it, I guess, is what I'm saying. You're just you, – you think that, look – Everyone's parenthood is their own, and yeah. that's very respectful. But I, I would like to say I I sit in judgment of people that duct tape their kids to things um, against their will. Now, if, if you're just having fun with your kid and they're like, hey, let's duct tape you to this fucking tree, that will be fun. And uh, and then maybe make a f- silly video out of it or right, something. Right. Um, <clears throat> now, if you're making a, a snuff film with yeah, your kid I, duct taped to a tree. Well, that's just I, it, though. I mean – I hear what you're getting at. I don't think at. that's the right choice. That's no. where I would slightly disagree with you. Any some some choices as a parent yeah. are are just wrong, and I think uh, I think that's pretty much ubiquitous that you shouldn't uh, make a snuff film starring your child. No, no, you. I mean, you, no. Okay, you. That's not a parenting. You're not parenting. Okay, some people take parenting. Their point of view on parenting is everything I do is a manifestation of a parenting philosophy or idea. And it would behoove others to do it as well. And if you do, Joe, decide to duct tape your kid to a wall, I'm inclined to think that you're going to be doing it not because of a particular parenting philosophy that you think it would behoove others to do, but because you've decided to do it for some reason. That you're not going to justify it by saying, yes, I duct tape my kid to a wall. Everyone should. Right. And what I would really hope that you get away from and what I try to stay away from is making decisions about how I rear my child from the standpoint of this is what I should do. Right. And we're talking about duct taping. Yeah, it's I, funny. I see your point. Yeah. OK, good, good. So like no, if and, you, I, and I feel I, I feel confident that that my choices are going to come from a collaboration between my wife and I, and it's going to be based on our relationship to our child and what yeah. we feel is best for our yeah. child. And we're, we're not just going to fold and, and just say, Oh, well, you know, dad says in a situation I should just do this or, or you know, Oh, my mom, my mother-in-law suggested that we do do. Right, and then right. just drop all of my opinions and considerations and, uh, just do what other people say. Are you just and you get desperation a, to be a, to be seen as a good parent. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this one from the heart. Yeah. And, Are you getting yeah. a text message? I hear vibrating. You know what? Brendy's calling me. Okay. Well, she can call right you back. Now. All right. Yeah. Or unless you want to talk to her, that's fine. Maybe she's got some no, advice well, for you. So check it out. We went and saw it, Chapter Two. Oh, you did. Last okay. Night, yeah. And I considered it 
my child's first uh, movie in a movie theater. Fair enough. Yep. And it technically it is. Technically. And uh, that was actually a very scary movie. Yeah, I imagine. Apparently, Laura and I, and Laura agrees, but uh, according to a lot of the reviews, people just aren't scared by that clown or that movie or the the chapter one. Like nobody really thought it was scary. I thought both of them were really scary. Laura was scared enough in that movie to start questioning whether it was good for the baby. Fair enough. She was okay, like, yeah. she was freaking the fuck out yeah. and getting really stressed out. And she was like, oh, fuck, maybe we should leave. She actually looked at me and was like, maybe we should get out of here. Like this is because we were freaking out. I yeah, mean, there's yeah. scary shit in that movie. So hopefully there's not some sort of developmental problem because <laughs> of the fucking Pennywise the clown. Yeah, I think I'm, you're I'm fine. Already yeah. creating adverse experiences for my child. I think that's uh, just going to be better for for him and or her. Um, honestly, by the I way, th- that's all. I say that all in jest, and Laura's not that fucking concerned. No, I'm, no, no. I don't think we're going to be those overly concerned parents about well, you, like, n- just well, fretting over like any little thing that might be disruptive to our child's development. I, I've, I really think that people are pretty resilient. Yeah, and absolutely. You don't want to over shelter your child. No, or no. You fret too much about stupid shit. You know, like. You'll I find think that my child's yeah. like the size of a peanut right now. Right. And I don't think that Pennywise the clown has has any. <laughs> I don't think the clown has any power to stress my child right, out at right. this point. Or, <laughs> or if if somehow some science article came out that said actually you could, that is only a small thing compared to the literally one billion or I'll say million things that you and your wife are going to go through through the next several months. You can't know about them all, and an effort to keep yourself safe from them will itself cause more stress than you need to. So you might as well just roll with it. I I, I was going to say that there's nothing wrong with, and I highly encourage you as much as you're comfortable and have time for over the next several months to read books. And once the kid's sure. born, read books. And you take everything and, you know, you, you take it with a grain of salt and you see if it applies. And you don't follow anything blindly, but, you know, you're looking for advice. And you call up a friend and say, hey, I know what to do. A little fucker won't keep his finger out of his nose. Like, oh, yeah, just put some uh, hot sauce on the finger. It's fine. You gay? Well, I'll give it a try. Or you're like, no, I don't feel like doing that. That's fine, too. My point is, is that it does take a village to raise a kid. So there's nothing wrong with getting input. It's just that you don't yeah. want to follow up blindly. And and I was going to make another point, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, no, this. Well, I think I'm that totally when you're yeah. when when push comes to shove, I think you'll find that you'll be so much in the moment. The only time you'll be able to think cogently about the philosophy of advice and the philosophy of child rearing is when you're not actually doing it. When you're there and you're screaming at your kid because he will not get his shoes out of his mouth, there's no... There's no book. There's no friend. There's no blog that tells you what to do. Because even if there was, you're not thinking about it. All you're doing is like, uh, just get your fucking kids out of your fucking mouth. That's all you got going on, and it's and 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm feeling that I can't stop thinking about what you said earlier. Uh-huh. And um, you can hit the outro here in a second, but uh, unless you want to do a you, double, I'm fine with that. Again? Unless you want to do a double, um, I don't, maybe you nah, don't have that much time. Nah. Yeah, I know it's fine. Yeah. Well, well, I kind of do, but uh, the reason why Brendy was calling is because Brendy took my wife out for dinner and a movie, oh, okay. and I think they're done. I think they're okay. about to show up and maybe even barge in here. Okay, uh, so I'm personally fine with that. Fun. 
I'm fine with that. Okay. I mean, if you want to call her back while we're on the show, I'm fine with that too. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. I mean, if you want me to unzip and have an improbable falling out, I'm I'll do that too, dude. I'm feeling <laughs> way better about the last thirty minutes than the first forty-five of the show, honestly. So I'm inclined to keep well, this. You know what? I going. feel better about this too. In fact, yeah. this is a, a an idea that my wife and I had is that she keeps saying that we need to do longer episodes. Uh huh. Um, she feels like the episodes are too short and like we get all kind of warmed up and, and things just, yeah. just start flowing better. And I've noticed that on some episodes, though. I've noticed it goes the other direction where we start off really good and then it turns into shit. Yeah. But, uh, but I had this idea, or maybe it was Laura, where I thought we should just do like a marathon, like see how long we could podcast, do it yeah. for like fucking five hours. And then yeah. not not subject our listener to five hours of podcasting, but no. then, as I tend to do, I can just listen to it and actually cut it down to five hours or <laughs> cut, it <down> five, <laughs> cut it down from five hours right. to one hour, okay. and it'll all just be like the best of that five hours. But okay. the challenge is for me to make it sound like one conversation. Well, you so okay. make us sound like we're just goddamn so good at this that well i think that's how funny ridiculously mm, funny conversation after another i think that's how the professionals do it honestly i think some of them do i think that they just talk and talk and talk and then somebody gets in there and they just add little fade ins and fade outs so that you know there's some transitions there here's a couple problems with that one i don't like the idea of losing anything even my shittiest shit i want to be on the air two anything that's over more than about an hour and a half it's too big to post on the website it won't let me post it so yeah. you know in as much as like i don't want to cut anything if we did five hours we'd have to cut it into pieces anyway i do like the idea in general of doing a marathon but i would be like hey if we did a seven hour marathon that's seven shows you know that's just me we like maybe we'll put it to blurb and say hey everybody tune in next week because we kept on talking and um blah 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 but um we'll do whatever you want to do right now all right it's 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 earlier. Well, look in the in the name of of experimentation, which we've always done. Always, that's why we play time. basketball. Yeah. When we started the show, though, we were like, we should we should get good at just no matter what we've done, we just post it. Yeah. And, and so it's just a live show, basically. You're, yeah. you're listening to a live show, and for the most part, that's what we've done. But there's been a a few shows now where I've chopped it up a little bit just right. to kind of like just to make it flow a little bit better and make it f- more fun uh, to listen to. I guess I mean yeah you, you, yeah and I don't listen to shows so I have no point in saying I have no point I have no standing when I say when I say that that I don't want it I don't want that to be the thing I, I yeah I don't I don't either man I, and I it's more it. work for you really I mean I know you love listening to the show and I know you love doing this stuff and you're pretty good at it too again i say that i haven't ever listened to it but i'm assuming you do because you're super duper talented um but you know it's like i I don't know why i have these things up honestly joe the very fact that you show up every week and you let me talk about kate middleton is enough and you can do anything you want as far as i'm concerned you are you're a good dude. So if you want to keep talking and then edit this down later, that's fine with me. If you want to stop now and go run one out because by the time you have a kid, you'll never have sex again. So you might as well do it while you can. That's fine with me too. Whatever you, okay. I'm not going to show you. I'm not going to show you my butthole. That I draw. That's where I draw the line. It's one of the lines I draw. Okay, I will. I'll show it to you. I'm sorry. What am I saying? Of course I will. You're my cousin. I'll do whatever you want. You want me to take you a pic right now? I'll do it. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Well. 
I, I can't stop thinking about earlier on. You said lollygallagering. I did lollygallagering. Yeah, you're trying to say lollygagging, and you the, said lollygallagering. Did I really lollygallagering? I don't remember saying yeah, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll isolate that clip so you can. Hear okay, it. fair enough. Yeah. At some yeah. point, I'll let you hear it. Glollygallagin, glollygallagin, glollygallagin. But okay. it's, I, I snickered a little bit. Okay. Uh, and then I can't even remember in what context you said that because it just sounded so funny to me. How do you think? What do you think? You think Laura would like that as a name for a baby? <laughs> Lolly Gallagher. <laughs> Lolly Gallagher Christ. Lolly Gallagher Neil Christ. Yes. It's good. Yeah, I do. And then, and then, and that's multi. Uh, generational, generation, genderishness, gender, sexual, multisexual, polysex. You could, like lolly for a boy or a girl could work. Hey, well, well, I'll throw <laughs> that out to Laura and and, and hey. see what she thinks of it. Okay, um, I got distracted again. I've been. Maybe we can after this part of the conversation we can wrap it up. But yeah, okay. I wanted I wanted to get your view on this. Okay, I've been. I'm really frustrated because I feel like one I I must listen to the Adam Carolla show too much. Yeah. And I I don't I don't agree with him all the time. He makes me laugh and yeah. I have, and I just I listen to his podcast a lot. And I've been noticing these weird coincidences and I'm about to Barbara Streisand the shit out of myself right now. Go for it. But this is so weird. The timing is is so bizarre. Speaking of Gallagher, remember when I said Gallagher is a fuck ass? There's Gallagher a reason why I'm talking it? such okay. shit about Gallagher. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah something fuck ass. <laughs> Yeah, you we did. both laughed really hard. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know exactly how long ago that was, but it was a while back. It was a while back. Yeah, it was like at the beginning of this year or something. It was maybe. a while back. Yeah, JBC episode one hundred two, February second, two thousand nineteen. And then I started using. Well, I I even presented some fuck ass clips as buttons. <laughs> Are you okay, fuck ass? <laughs> yep. Because we started using the word fuck ass after that, right? Good night, sweet fuck ass. Was that well, what I thought we started using fuck ass after you had a conversation with a fuck ass on Facebook? Or no, that- well, it all started with Gallagher being a fuck ass. Okay. And then I just started liking that word. And okay. so when I w- told stories, including the one that you're referring to, I yeah. just started using the word fuck ass, and so did you. Like, we just, uh, yeah. it, it started to become a fun thing. It's fun to say and fuck I, ass. Yeah. yeah. And I even, like, made buttons that said, yep. like, I, I think one of the buttons, you might not have it on your palette right now, but I, I presented a button that was, um, good night, sweet fuck ass. You did. Yes. Like, are are you okay, fuck ass? Like yeah. these are some of the buttons I came up with. Yeah. Now to my chagrin. Oh no, not your chagrin. Yes, mine. Yours. My chagrin. Yeah. yeah, which is a puce chagrin, if I recall. 
Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so after our fascination with fuck ass, after the what I call the Gallagher incident, yeah. We I was listening to the Adam Carolla podcast and he had some weird uh social media influencer like millennial on there or Gen Zer on there uh-huh. that was a just narcissistic prick weirdo. I can't yeah. I wish I could remember his name. Is he famous? He, yeah, he is. In oh, fact, he's uh, he's he just starred in this movie called Airplane Mode. And uh, I refused to watch the movie. The interview was weird. I think Adam Carolla and his team were like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? Yeah. But this guy screamed. This this is what I'm getting at. This kid was like, hey, Mikey, they're talking about you, fuck ass. Right? So yeah. he said fuck ass. Right? Okay. What a great question. Hey, Mike, he's talking about you, you fuck ass. Uh, oh, wow. Ever since he said fuck ass on the Adam Carolla show. Adam Carolla show, July 25th, 2019. They've been saying fuck ass and using that it. clip, this fuck ass clip. I knew and I, it. And I just – I sat there and I'm like, no, but fuck ass is mine. Like don't take fuck ass from me, Adam Carolla. Like it's not that he's listening to JBC and inspired by JBC and now using fuck ass. Right. And fuck ass is nobody's, right? No, so nobody owns fuck ass. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't know. I just felt like fuck ass wasn't – used a whole lot and then we started using it and then damn it now it's an adam carolla thing now this kind of built to a an even weirder thing which is do you remember when i was talking to you about hey i want to make a game show where you go into an elevator and you start talking to this woman who's a movie executive and you start pitching her – you're pitching her ideas for movies, and she just shoots you down. She's like the Simon – she's a Simon Cowell type yeah. of character. Yeah. She shoots you down. Remember what I called that show? No. Elevator bitch. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I don't like that word, but that's funny. <laughs> I, I know you don't like that word, but I, I, thought, it was a, I thought it was a good name. It I never presented name. it on the show, but I want you as my witness. Do you remember, right? I came up with that quite some time ago. I do think okay? – uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm – yes. Now, this is fucking weird. I was listening to Adam Carolla, and I was thinking, oh, I, I've never brought up elevator bitch yet on the show. And I know Jason doesn't like that word, but I really like the idea. I want to tell the story of elevate, elevator bitch. <laughs> and I told it to my wife, and she's like, I think we should actually do it, and I will be the elevator bitch. Okay. And I was like, oh, man. Okay, See, this is why idea. she will never so, leave you for Jesus, because – no matter who's king of England, she's got your back, dude. That's respect. Yeah, yeah. But here's what was happening. I'm thinking that. I'm listening to the Adam Carolla show. Adam Carolla show, October 1st, 2019. This timing is crazy. Yeah. And I open up my notes to write down the word elevator bitch. Yeah. Okay. To, you know, on my JBC notes. Yeah. And as I typed it, elevator bitch. Yeah. Adam Carolla said the words. It's called elevator bitch. As I typed it. Oh, that fucker. And, yeah. And, and, but his idea wasn't a game show. It, uh-huh. They were talking about what an elevator pitch is. And then he was like, or you could just be a, a woman who, who talks shit in an elevator and you could be the elevator bitch. Okay. He said that right as I typed it. And, I, and <sighs> so, so now my item says elevator bitch. And instead of describing my game show in it, yeah. this is what I wrote. 
Adam Carolla. God damn it. Yeah, that's see, there's a lot going on there, Joe. First of all, in as much as I don't like or did I say insofar? No. I don't like the the word. Your your use of it is ironical because it takes the idea of an elevator pitch, it does the rhyme, and it introduces an element that goes with the word. And one could even say now I I it's complicated, but one can even say that it's a term of respect. Like here's somebody who shoots down shitty ideas. She's the elevator pitch, right? And that's respectful. She's powerful. She knows what she needs and what she wants. She doesn't take any guff, right? Whereas what Adam Carolla's uses of the words was, was just unpleasant female, which is why I don't like the word, right? right. He just said, he just used it in terms of like, an unpleasant female is a... She's called uh, elevator bitch. She stands on <laughs> elevators and gives people the stink eye. Yeah, that's funny. And that's, that's shitty. I don't like him. And he, and he interviewed Logan Paul... Logan Paul. Do you Logan know what Logan Paul, Paul did? You know he did? You know how they have that force in Japan where people go to commit suicide? Yes. This, yeah. Go ahead and explain what he did. Yeah, he, he is went, a fuck-ass. He is a fuck-ass. He went there and filmed himself finding a dead body. Now, I don't know all of the ins and outs of the story. I mean, I just told you pretty much everything I know. Now, knowing that these influencers are all... Well, most of them are fuck-asses. I wouldn't be surprised if the whole thing was faked. But because he got like uh, pissed on by people who have self-respect and who respect the dead and who respect people with mental issues, respect the struggle they go through. And he, they shit on him. He couldn't reveal that he faked it because that would make him even shittier. But I wouldn't be surprised if I found out that he faked it, which does make him shittier. But that's the fuck ass we're talking about here is this guy. He's talking about you, you fuck ass. So Adam Carolla says, Hey, fuck ass come on my show. Also, I'm going to degrade women. I'm sorry, but Joe, I'm inclined to think that it's not the case that it was a coincidence. He is listening to our show. He is stealing our shit because he recognizes geniuses when he hears, when he smells them. Even when we stink, Joe, we're good. That's why you're not going to cut this show at all. It's an hour and a half so far. We're keeping the whole thing as a gigantic middle finger to Adam Carolla, who I have a lot of respect for because he's actually a pretty good podcaster. Yeah, he is, and he's super funny. And here's yeah. another thing that I learned. And again, I'm I'm stressanding this whole thing go for it um so remember how i did okay i i i didn't hear the first probably five years of the adam carolla podcast i didn't okay. start listening to him until later on yeah he there's this guy called rich banks who does yeah. he obscenitizes songs but mm. not really like me he he what? really just does songs about the adam carolla podcast okay and he does a really good job. I mean, I, I aspire to the, the quality of, of his spoof songs. And okay. it's not like spoof songs are – maybe that that really is just Weird out. Like he's the king yeah. of that. Maybe there were people before him. But I don't – I was like, I don't rip off Rich Banks. I, I didn't think. Guess what? What? They, they did like a recap of all these Rich Banks songs from the Adam Carolla show Yeah. Um, from, you know, from the beginning. And guess what? what? They did a they did the song called "Coming on the Tits." There's no food in wars that kill Africa's screwed. Why do you still fuck like rabbits? Try coming on the tits. Oh, really? Yep. You're shitting me now. Yeah, yeah. Now, the if you look at the timeline, you could argue, oh, Joe, you knew that, and you just wrote another version. No, because I did "Fuck Your Mama's Tits," which is. I'll bust a load straight up her nose, squeezing her globes, groping with my filthy mitts. 
fuck your mama's tits. <laughs> okay, With yeah. Now, if if you hear Rich Banks' song, it's really funny. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back and say, without knowing that anybody else had ever done it, I really didn't know. Right. I no. wasn't trying to rip Rich Banks off or yeah. Adam Carolla. I wrote my own spoof of that song, yeah. and I, I'm going to go ahead and say, mine is better. Well, yeah, I'm going to say it, it too. I'm going to say it, too. I haven't even hear, heard his. And a lot of people are going, well, if you haven't heard it, how can you say, obviously, you're biased? But, you know, I will. You know what? I'm going to listen to it. I don't like listening to things. We all know this, right? I hate mm-hmm. this, the very the very concept of acoustical um, energy and how we have ears and shit. hate that. But I'm going to listen to Rich Banks'... Uh, what did you say it was called? Coming on the tits? Coming already, on the tits. Already I hate it. Fuck your mama's tits. It has a resonance. It's got this... It's beautiful. It's like it makes me go... Fuck your mama's tits! Oh, that's why we have ears. This makes sense. But coming on the tits, it's it's muddled. It's It's got a lot of just... I just don't... Well, and his lyrics are really funny all the way through, and his production is is good. But I, I you know what? I think I did a really good job. And Wait a minute. His may, production, may not though, believe me. Yeah, they may think, "Oh, you just listen to Adam Carolla too much, and you just tried to do the same thing that they did." No, I really no, didn't know. No, no. So this is one of my little things: is even the elevator bitch thing. Like, this isn't me ripping Adam Carolla off. This is no. like me being too like aligned with his humor. Maybe I, I think <laughs> like, if if the, we're independently coming up with yes. similar shit. And then that bothers me for some reason. How much money does I Adam Carolla have? Let's look this up because I have an idea right now for you. Um, at, I'm going to look it up. What I forgot to type net worth. I'm going to put net worth. I'm going to walk you through it here. I don't want to be compared to Adam Carolla at all. No, no. I here's really the thing. Don't, which is why this is this is the ultimate stri- – I'm streisanding myself. No, well, you, you are, but you're also doing it with some you – know, you're self-deprecating yourself enough that it's a matter of you being humble, not you being you know, too proud. He has a yeah, net worth. I guess so, but I'm also saying that "Fuck Your Mama's Tits" is a better spoof song than "Coming on Your Tits." Even well, "Coming I'm, on Your Tits" was written before "Fuck Your Mama's Tits." Okay, so there's a lot of things going on here. Let me just uh, let me just do this. So he's he's got a net worth of about 16 million. I would have guessed it's more. 16 million now is it bad? He clearly has uh, the resources to put together. Uh, what he does. And I don't know who the Trish Banks guy is, but I'm sure he can tap into some of those resources so that for him to sit down and write, come on, on some tits and then setting it to a tune and then putting it on a show is one thing you did it. No money solo. Right. And, and, and the fact that you're doing, you're doing tit songs and you're fuck assing and all this stuff to me suggests that Adam Carolla should hire you because clearly you're, you're on his tip. I think that's what we used to say back in the late eighties. You're on the Adam Carolla tip. You right. Like you're on, you're on his wavelengths and he should be like, this guy is doing what I'm doing. He's doing it for free. Just imagine what he could do if I paid him some of my 16 million. Now, Joe, if you told me you were quitting JBC to go work for Adam Carolla, I would not hold that against you. I wouldn't. Okay. I, I wouldn't, I would, I would, because I, you got you know you got a kid to support, right? Talk no, about. I would probably take that job. You should, then, yeah. I know but, you would try to bring me along. Would, you I would try be to able to do what I like about podcasting right. anymore. I would just be like, I, I guess maybe I'd be a writer for him or like help him yeah. write songs and stuff. Yeah, and I wouldn't be able to banter on a show, so I'd have to, 
I'd, I'd still do JBC. Well, I mean, it's if you could, if you had time. I mean, you got a kid you're trying to raise. You got the Taco Bell thing. You're writing songs for and, and other stuff for Adam Carolla, and that's fine with me. I, I don't. I'm regretting. And I know that you would try to do me solid. You're like Adam. Look, I'm part of a team. Can 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 I bring my cousin with me? And he'd be like, No. And you're like, oh, I tried. And I'd say, Okay, that's cool. I wouldn't hold it against you. It would give me a little bit more free time to do things like look for the razor that I would use to slip my wrists or perhaps a noose, right? So it's fine, Joe. It's fine. I'm just saying, let's look at the positive side of things, which is that if Adam Carolla is making $16 million coming up with stuff that you're also coming up with, then we may potentially get to a place where we have $16 million. And I think we're going to do it based on the last uh, 45 minutes of the show which is, you know, not the stuff we did at the beginning of today's show. Because we're at, we're at an hour 35 now, so... Well, you're also saying, you know, Adam Carolla is worth a lot of money. At this point, I'm not worth a whole lot of money. and But I don't want to be known as the poor man's Adam Carolla, but I think, in comparison, I could just be called the poor man. Well, but you're... I, yeah, I am... You're rich. You're, you're rich in other ways, right? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you've you you've got a kid on the way. Um, you've got a dog, right? Um, you refied. Did you guys refi or something? We're we're doing that right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've I've got a lot going for me. Yeah. But I yeah, Certainly yeah. don't have sixteen million dollars, and uh, I, I don't yeah. have a professional musician writing my spoof song. Right. You're writing. You write your own spooch. When you spooge, it's all Joe. I mean spoof, yeah. sorry. When you spoof, and, and yeah. I, I want to tell you this too. That this I have no excuse for. I when I was inspired, I was thinking of the the movie Amadeus, and then yeah. I was thinking about how everybody you know feels like they're getting fucked in adult life. Yeah. And I wrote, um, and I wrote, "Fuck me up the anus." Yeah. The spoof of Amadeus. I can't believe they bit me over and took me to the cleaners like they all pulled out their wieners and they fucked me up the anus. Now, that was me truly being infected by the Adam Carolla show because they did do a spoof of that song and I did hear it. I was oh. reminded recently, holy shit, I did do something that they did and I knew of it. That is... It, it it wasn't a complete surprise to me. Here's the thing. I'm happy to say they did a song called Rock Me Maxipata because one of their producers what? is called uh, Chris Loxamana. They call him Maxipata. Okay. That's like some sexist joke. Yeah. Maxi Maxipata. His real name's Loxamana, but not to Adam. So we change that shit up. Now we call him Maxipata. Maxipata, Maxipata. Maxipata, Maxipata, Maxipata. Right, right. And th- that spoof song done by Rich Banks, yeah. Rock Me Maxipata, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Now, that one is just so far inferior to Fuck Me Up the Anus. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't, e- I don't even feel bad about, yeah. a- about being derivative. If, if I was unconsciously derivative, perhaps. Right. So you, you admit Damn, it was I unconscious. Just, I, just, I improved on the entire thing so yeah. much that I, I can't even feel bad about that one. No, no, you shouldn't. And, and, and I, don't, I wouldn't. Here's the thing, you're not. 
if we if you are the poor man's Anacarula, that would that would only be true up to that that can't be true until there's somebody else who listens to us the way you listen to Adam Carolla and they do their thing and then they're the poor man's version of us, but they wouldn't be until someone listens to them and does what they do. So right now you're fine. And you do listen to him, but you listen to lots of other stuff too. And Joe, That's let's true. let's 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 take a tally here. Maybe you do listen to Adam Carolla, whatever. You also um, go to a lesbian barber, right? Now, is mm-hmm. you'll have to ask her. I, I do not mean to be offensive, and I'm not trying to make a joke when I say, is dyke a good word? Because I know, I know lesbians who prefer the word dyke, and I know that some lesbians have taken that word, and it, like, they, for them, they own it now. But I don't want to use, because I'm not part of, of that, that group, so I can't just willy-nilly throw words around. But I want to say dyke barber, because to me, that sounds, like, really tough. But... Do, do you know? I I don't, I don't think she would appreciate that. Fair I, th- enough, I think I think she might she might use that term already. I might have even heard her use. Okay, it. well, get- <laughs> maybe not maybe not Dyke Barber, but I think I've heard her use okay. the word Dyke kind of like proudly yeah. and identify with it. Right, but well, I, don't I, know if I she would appreciate us using the word. Fair enough, and it might be one of those things where you know. I don't have ownership of it because I'm not part of that culture, so I can't right. say it. And I respect that 100%. I am, um, obviously, I mean no insult when I use the term, but what I'm saying is, Joe, you got the Adam Carolla you listen to occasionally. You got your barber, who sounds like an awesome person that I want to meet. I don't want to get a haircut from. You got the buzz cut. You got the kid on the way. Okay. You've got, um, you've got a cousin who tried to make you do a mob film in the voice of a little girl. <laughs> nose who is ethnically filipino and makes videos about her nose getting long because she tricked her boy cousin into giving her his sewing machine you've got a lot of things happening yeah adam carolla can't say that he has that no he can't he (laughs) absolutely that's all mine i don't think anybody else in the whole world has one of those what i'm saying is you've got a lot of things that go into who you are and so it would be it would be really naive for a person to say that oh you're just an adam carolla um, um, you're just a poor man's Adam Carolla. And no, there's if you take out the Adam Carolla, Joe's still got he's still got a dog. He's got a got a wolf, wife who's being stalked by a praying menace. He's still got um the the thing with the horror movies, right? He's still got a refinanced house. You, you got a lot well, going on. Yeah, is what I'm saying. I I wouldn't I wouldn't trade places with Adam Carolla. I I, I enjoy my life. I I don't like all of these kind of these correlations between what I do and, and, and the Adam Carolla show. It, yeah. it, I find it. And it, it, to me, it all culminated with me typing the word elevator bitch yeah. as Adam Carolla said it for the first time. Right. Right. I was like, okay. And, and I, th- I think I need to just chalk this all up to, uh, to in some ways I'm kind of simpatico with Adam Carolla sure, on sure, when you're it an comes asshole. to my yeah. sense of humor or else yeah. I wouldn't listen to him every day. He right. consistently makes me laugh. Yeah. I admire the man, but I don't. I don't think anybody would would confuse me as as some sort of Adam Carolla ripoff. And there that's might just be me. maybe just trying to convince myself that that's the case. <laughs> it could be. It could be. It, there might be a little bit of, of pride in there that you're trying to quash down. You're like saying to yourself, "Hey, I yeah. thought of something that they thought of. That means I'm I'm cool." Oh no, what if they think I thought it up just because they did? And then you get defensive, and and I'm fine with that. And there's probably people out there who listen to us and listen to him who may be making the connection. Who knows? There might be people who listen to us who never listen to him, but now because we've been talking about the motherfucker for the last 30 minutes they're going to start listening to him and that's fine there's nothing well i'm going to say this and i'm sorry rich banks and i love the work that you do but i'm going to give myself credit it's like uh um 
fuck me up the anus is is just it's way better than than rock me maxipata yeah and and i can still feel good about doing it it's almost like when led zeppelin played willie dixon songs but they yeah. did it so much better that it was worth it. Yes. And people were like, oh, Led Zeppelin just ripped off Willie Dixon. Like they just played his song. I'm like, yeah, but they fucking just did it so much better. Right. Aren't you glad you heard the Led Zeppelin? Now yeah. now I'm comparing myself to Led Zeppelin. So we're, we're beyond any self-deprecation here. But right. that just – look, man. I think that Fuck Me Up the Anus was the greatest creative achievement of my entire life. So I, I, just can't, mm. I can't let it go. It's my baby. Uh, now I've got a real baby coming now, right. so. But well, but I'm telling you, and that you, says a lot about me that I feel like my greatest creative achievement is that song. But I, I'm not going to let it go. Well, here's the thing. I think that's real. I keep saying here's the thing because that's how what I say. And I, I say here's the thing, and I say insofar as here's the thing, I say that a lot. Mm-hmm. You your point of view is that that's your greatest achievement, and it happens to be something that uh, runs parallel to something that someone else did. I think one of your greatest achievements, besides your little, you know, offspring that's about to happen, um, which will be your greatest achievement. I think for, for me, for me, and this is very meta because it's the podcast as well. I, I think your greatest achievement is the um, when R two D two and Chewbacca were fucking each other. And the reason why it's so great is because it was so innocent in its creation. You didn't sit down and say to yourself, I'm going to create a soundbite with R2-D2's fucking Chewbacca. No, you sat down with the idea, I'm going to put these two things together as if they're having a conversation. And your achievement is great, Joe, because it's bigger than your own intentions. And you know that me, as an artist, that's how I view brilliance, is when it becomes bigger than the artists themselves. And so... I appreciate that you think fuck me up the anus is 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 one of the best things you've done. Uh, but I think the podcast in general, I guess what I'm saying is, is that you one night got busy with your wife and as a result, she's pregnant. And as a result, you're going to have a kid. And at any point in this whole process, you may have had an intention, but I think you're going to find that when the kid hits a certain age, it might be one month. It might be 12 years. It might be 15 when you catch him jerking off. You're going to realize this dude is bigger than anything I ever intended. I don't mean his penis. Nambla! That's gross, Joe. Let's not talk about your kid's penis. Don't support Nambla. I'm just saying his existence will be bigger than anything you've ever intended. And that will be the genius of your creation. So I hope that someday, fuck me up the end, it's become something that you never knew it could be and then you will see the true potential of the genius that is joe neil christ and that's something adam carolla can never ever take away from you now i don't know what i said for the last 44 seconds but according to the sound wave um i'm looking at on audacity it was fucking brilliant so maybe this is my thing that's bigger than me i don't know you tell me i don't know well, because I'm a narcissist, I really loved your little monologue right there because okay. it was all about me. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think it's this is me. a good this is a good thing to to hit the Royce app on. Well, I, I, we, I would agree with you. I would agree with you, and that's something yes. I say a lot. I love saying that. I love saying, Joe, you're right, except you're not, because that's basically what I'm saying. Except that we're mm-hmm. an hour forty five. So if we could just hold on for another fifty minutes, we have two episodes. Uh, here's the problem. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and confess. Yeah. I absolutely have to go take a shit. And what I was hoping for yeah. is that you could hit the Royksop. I could go and take a shit really quick. Yeah. And, and my challenge would be to come back by the end of the Royksop to scream just, just in time. Yeah. And then the show will be over. 
Okay, well, all right, compromise. Why don't I hit the Roik Sop, and then you go take that shit. You come back and scream, but then the show keeps going until we hit two hours. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, is this a pipe dream? Because I'm excited by the idea of me sending this to you. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. Yes, Sam. Will I? I don't know. You know, I really like your idea. Not because I like it, but because I have to agree with you so we can stop talking so I can go take a shit. Why don't you just go take your shit? Just go. Or- and I can, I don't know, fill air and stuff. I've done it before. I can tell another story. He's gone now, right? Joe, are you there? Joe, are you back? couldn't poop fast enough you did poop pretty fast that's a fast poop and i'll tell you what as a dad that will be uh to your you'll be you'll be glad you can do that because there's gonna be a time where you're like i i gotta go take a shit but i'm not taking a baby into that bathroom i'm just gonna lay him here next to the dog and go shit as fast as i can and that's a now skill. listen i don't know what you've been talking about but neither while do i was I. taking a neither poop I. I had a really really good idea okay let's hear it <clears throat> and i tend to have really good ideas while i'm taking yeah a isn't shit. that weird yeah so it's October. We're getting ready for Halloween, right? Yep. Yep. So I've decided since we've almost made it to two hours, mm-hmm. which would be two shows. Yep. What I want to do is we're not going to make this a thing where I edit shows. Right. But, but this time, because it's October and it's almost Halloween, mm-hmm. I would like for us to make it all the way to the end of okay. two hours. Yeah. Maybe a little bit over. Okay. And Frankenstein two episodes together. It'll be fun for me. I will Frankenstein. Okay, here's two uh, full episodes. Do you are you on board with that? When you say Frankenstein, you're talking about like the Edgar Winter song, right? Well, I mean, take bits and pieces, mix and match, and make two full shows. But you know what we'll have to do in order to make that work? What we will have to do a new an intro. To a new show right now. Okay. We'll have to begin a show right now and then do another end to another show. That way we'll have all the components of two shows and they will both be Frankenstein shows. Okay. So let me see if I got this straight. We're going to right now do an intro. You're going to take that intro and put it. At the beginning of one of the shows. Okay. Um. I think I, okay. Here's what here. Tell me if what I'm thinking goes along with what you're thinking, because I don't think it's what you're thinking, but it might go along with it. Here's what I want to do. Okay. I want okay. to, I want to take today's show. I want to clip it in two. Okay. okay. I want to. I want to clip it in two. I want to. Yeah. The first show will be the first hour. Second show will be the second hour. Um, and then like, at the end of the first show, add to it. Hey, everybody. Um, we talked for two hours, so we're done with this first hour. We're going to do another episode for the next hour. And then, you know, you will have to like download that one separately, blah, 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 blah. And then if you want to do an additional third show, which is bits and pieces from the first two shows so that out of these two shows, we actually get three shows. I don't know. Does that kind of go with what you're talking about or no? Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. We okay. can do that. My my idea was we've done two hours. I'm going to put them. I'm going to make two full, comprehensive, cohesive shows out of that. What you're saying is, fuck cohesiveness. Split the show in two. And if I want to make something cohesive, that'll be the third show. Oh, okay. So let me see. 
are, were you saying that what you're going to do is take these two shows and then rip, do some mix and matching so you we still have two hours and it's still two shows. It's just not it's just not split down the middle done, but actually a little bit more work than that. <clears throat> yeah, it'll be two shows, but they'll both okay. be Frankenstein. Both of them are Frankenstein. Okay, I was thinking yep. about it's two Frankenstein shows. I was thinking. So, so let's talk about the logistics here and bore the shit out of our listener because this will be on the second show, right? Um, if we do another intro, you're going to have to place that at the beginning of this second half, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which means, uh, am I going to send you just one file, which is these two hours, or do I split it and then send you the two, or actually, and then a third, which has the intro? That'll be a smaller file. The, re- the reason I'm having a problem here is that I, in order to, for you to do all this stuff, I have to send you a WAV file. And a one-hour-long WAV file is freaking huge. Two hours might be bigger than the internet can handle, frankly. I don't know. This is what I think you should do. Okay. All right? <clears throat> this is what we're going to do. I'm, I'm putting – yeah, go for it. We're, we're going to have two hours of material. Okay. Just send me all two hours. If you need to send it to me in two different chunks, then do that. Yeah, okay. And then I am going to give you back two shows. Okay. Gotcha. So. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Okay. Yeah. And all right, this sounds good. I like I like this plan. So what I'll probably do then, and yeah, listener, you're listening to this. Sorry, we're walking you through it. Let me find my jingle palette so I can. Can you walk us through Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking A. Uh, I'll probably have to end up putting in the Dropbox, in your box. Um mm-hmm. In your box, I'll put two wave files. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And so here's how – I don't know how the listener is going to hear this, but here in about three minutes, I'm going to hit the outro. We'll do the outro. And then when that's done, we'll do an intro. And then you're going to take that intro and you're going to put the beginning of this second episode, right? That's right. Are you mm-hmm. also going to put something at the end of the first episode that says, hey, just – you know, this is actually two episodes. So here comes another one. I'll let you figure that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm again. I'm going to make this two comprehensive shows. Yeah, um, and that this is this is in celebration of of October, October. because Halloween's coming. Yeah, Frankenstein. I like this idea. And mm-hmm. then you, you have my permission. Not that you need it, but like anything extra you need to do on your own to make it work. Like if you need to record yourself saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, this is Joe Neal, and I just wanted you to know that uh, this episode is actually blah 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 dee 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 dee." Just to make the transitions work, right? If you say blah 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 yeah. dee dee dee, that's fine too. I mean, whatever. Well, and and you're gonna love this, even though. You're not going to love it because you're not going to listen to it because you never listen to the show. But <laughs> I, I'll, I'll fucking pay you $500 if you listen to what I do to these two shows because I'm going to play clips of – what is that guy, the stupid uh, Gen Zer, the guy that says fuck ass on the Adam Carolla show? Logan Paul? Logan Paul. I'm going to do clips from Logan Paul as we talked about Logan Paul. I'm going to do clips from Fuck Me Up the Anus and from Rock Me Max Pata. I'm going to do clips uh, from coming on the tits and fuck your mama's tits. Right. That way when the listener is listening to what is to be listened to, he right. will listen to both things that have been listened to. And at this point in the show, as we're wrapping up, he will be listening to you saying that you're going to do that. But for him, it will be you saying you're going to have done that, which means you have to do it. Because if he hears this part right now and you didn't do it, then he knows you're the fuck ass. 
but I'm a fuck ass too because I don't even listen to the show. I won't know what you did or not. This is like like when you call somebody up and say, maybe tomorrow at six we're gonna go running, and then you have to go because if you don't, then you're an asshole. I love this. This is good. This is good. This is meta as fuck. This is a black meta. This is it's not a it's not a it's not a, a fuckle though. It's just. That's all that it is. This is, uh, I'm excited. I have a heart on. I don't really, but if I did, I, I hope someone walks in on me right now with my heart on. Well, I'm, I'm guessing it's almost time for another Rooks up. Yeah, you're guessing right, but I'm, I'm waiting till we hit two hours. Boom. So right. we got one minute and six seconds. So bring something well, I up. Wanted, I wanted last subject on this. Yeah. Let me bring up an item here. Do um, it. I wrote down here that uh, that inbreeding is <laughs> is bad for the teeth. Yeah, and it it not only it's not only bad for teeth, but it also erodes grammar. <laughs> okay, I don't know why I don't know why or when I came up with this, but uh, inbreeding. What do I think about it? Is it true? Well, maybe because I didn't look this up to confirm it. But right. uh, if if your family has a lot of inbreeding in it, does that result in uh, really fucked up crooked teeth? Well, I mean, that's the uh, – I think Well, that's like the cartoonish stereotype, yeah. right? Is that you end up with, you know, buck teeth. Right. Fucking crooked teeth. I, I, I just – I have a feeling that it is true. Do you think that that's just a stereotype and uh, fucked up teeth? Is- I, I well, I okay. So as somebody who has fucked up teeth and who is you do well, yeah. I mean, my whole family does. So I guess we're all just a bunch of. I guess I have fucked up teeth too. Yeah. I mean, did you ever have <laughs> braces, Joe? No, no. But I kind of think that I I should have. Yeah, me too. I definitely should have. Now my wife had braces, which makes me think. That my son is going to need them because he, he inherited my fucked up teeth and or hers. But there's no way she and I are genetically linked because she's she's brown and I'm so not brown. I mean, uh, he's yeah. Your common ancestor, ancestor, ancestor. <laughs> <laughs> that happened a long, long time ago. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I was looking at old pictures of my dad when he was in his 20s. Yeah. I was talking to my mom about it, and I was like, you know, dad had that same kind of non-smile. Like, if you see pictures of me, a lot of times I'm not smiling. Yeah. I'm, like, trying to look cool. Yeah. I saw these old school pictures of my dad, and he's got that same thing where he's not smiling, and he's kind of trying to look, you know, mysterious, hardcore. And then my mom threw this one out. She's like... No, I think he just didn't smile because his teeth were all fucked up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, that's not why I smile I, or why I don't smile in right. photographs. I just think I look cooler when I don't right. smile. I, all my smiles in photographs look really dorky and forced and weird, yeah. so I just tend not to smile. According to my mom, it's my dad's fucked up teeth. Well, let's face it. How much... Maybe we all have fucked up teeth, Jason, because the Christ family is Could has be. a history of inbreeding. I, I don't know if that's true, but I'm I'm afraid. I'm I'm hoping I'm afraid that somebody who knows is going to listen to this podcast and realize how stupid we are. I'm also glad that it took him this long to figure out how stupid we are. But I'm going to venture that the reason why um, our teeth are fucked up is because over the last several ten thousand years, um, we've become a people who are 
uh, more nutritionally. Uh, we have access to better, I shouldn't say better nutrition, but we have access to more tr- uh, nutrition and growth hormones and stuff. And so our 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 bodies grow differently than we had been uh, evolved to grow such that our teeth get crowded because we're going so fast. And that this is going to be especially true for um, people who come from a very multi-ethnic background by what you mean to say is you and I are not purebred in the least in any sense. I mean, we're part... Uh, Scotch, Irish, uh, Dutch, Norwegian, German. We got all kinds of fucked up genes in our background. We're pretty mongrelized. Right. Whereas I think that if you were to go to a place where people um, are less mongrelized, the irony here is that they would be a little bit more inclined towards that incestual tooth fucked upness, and yet you find that it's not so much the case. I don't know what I'm saying. I, I, I have often wondered why porn stars always have such beautiful teeth, and then I assumed it's braces and like caps and stuff, and I thought, well, if I have to pay for my son to get braces, maybe I should go ask porn stars where they go, because their teeth look beautiful. I agree. Yeah, there's lots of there's lots of nice teeth in the pro- yeah. porn world. I think that like Mia Malkova has the prettiest smile in all of cinema and she also has a gorgeous butthole so she's good on both (laughs) ends she's good on both ends well i i would guess that both ends are bleached (laughs) good night (laughs) i'd like to list some women that have unique teeth some would say, oh, the, these teeth are messed up, but I think it adds character and beauty to each woman. You have 45 seconds. I'm going to do it ASMR style. Patricia Arquette. Ding! Kirsten Dunst. Ding! Bridget Fonda. You sure that's a ding? Actually, she might have a perfectly straight smile. For some reason, I feel like she's got weird teeth. <laughs> Nambla!